How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Good question about the driving. And it's funny because anyone listening knows that exact thought process. Everyone knows the whole idea of I'm doing something here is a driving presentation, interview, first date, whatever it is. I'm doing something. And the last thing I want is my blood sugar to interfere with this. The last thing I want is to have a hypo behind the wheel. Or as I said, on a first date, in an interview, whatever it may be, that's that's almost like the biggest fear in a diabetic's mind in any social situation, really, because you're kind of just so out of sorts when that happens. But the fact that you are aware of that and the fact that you want to avoid it is a good thing because the reality of it is when we're driving a car, it's potentially extremely dangerous if we have a low blood sugar. And we're not just putting ourselves at risk, we're putting other people on the road or walkers at risk too. So it's good that you're thinking about this. And what came to mind for me straight away was that time, we, I think we spoke about it before, Graham, in the hypo-anxiety episode. But what jumped out to me when I read Josh's email or when you read it out is that when I was coming home from the States, I hadn't seen my parents in like a year and a half, two years or whatever it was. And on the plane, I was like, I don't want my blood sugar to drop the first time I see them because it's like a big moment and I don't want my blood sugar to kind of be interfering with that. So I purposely ate glucose tablets before I landed to ensure that my bloods wouldn't drop. So Josh is doing something similar here before he starts his driving lessons because the last thing he wants is his bloods to drop are his bloods to drop so he's taking less insulin or letting his bloods go higher than he would generally like now in that situation what i like to do is i try and simplify my management around it and what i mean by that is trying to take out the complications of interfering blood sugars based on the insulin that I'm taking or the food that I'm eating. So to give you an example, I was doing a presentation relatively recently to a group of people. And the last thing I wanted was my blood sugar to drop. And I didn't necessarily want it to sail so high where I kind of feel that high blood sugar feeling. So what I did was much like my pre-bedtime routine, the last meal I had was about two and a half or three hours prior to the presentation. And the last meal that I had, had little to no carbohydrate. Now, the reason that I do that, and I do that, do that anytime I'm going to bed or close to my bedtime, is because if my last meal, and let, let's, just, let's just say I'm the one driving the car and I'm preparing for these lessons. If I have my last meal, say two and a half, three hours before the lesson, 
by the time I get to the lesson, where my blood sugars are is likely where they're going to stay for the lesson. The food that I've eaten has kind of run its course. The insulin that I've potentially taken has pretty much run its course too. It's still in your system, but it's peaked and it it won't affect your blood sugar too much from then on. Then on top of that, if that last meal that I have has little to no carbohydrate, that means that there's less chance of it spiking my blood sugar and I require less insulin so that that reduces the chances of me dropping. A situation like this is one of the only times that I'd kind of say, look at reducing or taking out carbohydrate in the meal. I'm a big, big, big believer in the idea of not restricting your diet to manage your blood sugar. You do not have to do that. You can manage your blood sugar based on understanding your insulin, understanding your ratios, understanding timing and how different foods affect your blood sugar. I in no way reduce the amount of carbohydrate that I eat because I eat roughly three 350 grams of carbs per day but that's for a different day so if i'm driving that car the last meal that i have has little to no carbohydrate so that means i require less insulin which reduces the chances of highs and or lows and that last meal that i have is two and a half to three ish hours prior to when i get behind the wheel And of course, with that, you need to make sure that you have low treatment with you at all times. And the number one thing to remember, before you get behind the wheel, you have to check your blood sugar. There's something called five to drive. So that means that you must be five millimoles per liter blood sugar wise, which is 90 milligrams per deciliter for anyone who doesn't use millimole. You must be above that level before you step or get behind the wheel. Because if you're not above that, then the chances of you going into a hypo or not being all there behind the wheel is greatly increased. So as I said earlier, it's not just you you're putting in danger. It's potentially other drivers and other people on the road. So make sure you check your blood sugar. Make sure you're in a healthy range before you get behind the wheel. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.